Welcome to the Aspen Chapel podcast with me, Nicholas V. Well, I have to say uh, that it's difficult to speak to you this Easter day knowing that in Ukraine they're feeling very much not probably the joy of Easter, but still the pain and suffering of the crucifixion. And it seems that we live in a world of pain not only in Ukraine, but also wars in Yemen, Syria, Eritrea, Afghanistan, the drug wars in Mexico, and unrest in Iraq. Also, with the pandemic, people suffering everywhere and afraid. And here we are celebrating the resurrection, which literally means, the resurrection literally means to rise up. How can we joyfully rise up with so much hurt going on in the world? Well, I think as individuals, it does give us the feeling that what we want to do is rise up and say, enough. Now, that might not count for much in the face of tyrants and bullies who seem to be exerting naked aggression everywhere we look, but that should not stop us. Enough of what? Well, funny enough, you know, there is enough food to eat in the world. According to the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, the world produces more than one and a half times enough food to feed everyone on the planet. That's already enough to feed 10 billion people, the world's 2050 projected population peak. So we have enough food to eat if we wanted to, for everyone. What stops us doing that? Well, I think it's because we want enough for me and mine. We, enough, we want enough for ourselves. We want enough for our families. We want enough for our country. And so we compete to make sure that we get enough. It's all about me and mine. And I think that includes nations competing in the same way. I've said before, but the guru was once asked, how do we look after others? To which the guru replied, there are no others. Once you embrace the concept that we are all in this together, then growth, the growth and well-being of others becomes your own growth and well-being. It's no longer about me and mine, it becomes about us and ours. Look at where, you know, all of us come from different places. We come from different countries and yet we're all one community when we come together. We're all interdependent on each other. We're also dependent on plants and animals we're dependent on the weather, we're dependent on nature, we're dependent on the planet. China's problems are our problems, and our problems are China's problems. You know, and if you disagree with that, just look at the pandemic. For countries to be worrying about territorial claims, security, economic prosperity, pride, and empire, 
is not the issue. The issue is that the world has problems and we need to be big enough to get beyond our own self-interest to solve those problems. That's what leaders of the world need to understand. All of us are fundamentally interdependent with everyone and everything else, including the planet. When we start thinking this way, then we're able to solve the problems of the world. While we are thinking of our own survival, we're not. So I say that what has to rise up is the feeling of enough of our own self-interest, rather than being Americans or British or French, we have to become global citizens. We're all in this little community here and we all realize that humanity has got so big that no one country can contain it, which is why at the moment there are 82 million refugees around the world trying to find shelter. And our borders simply can't contain them. And the only way to start to deal with the problem is to see this planet as everyone's home. And we have to start seeing it that way. Until we take responsibility as individuals for caring for the world, for the planet, rather than our own little bit, will not solve the problems that the world's encountering. And as we see Jesus rising up, as we imagine him rising to the heavens, we can imagine him looking down on that bright blue orb that is our planet. And that lovely quote from the Dalai Lama, consider yourself a tourist. Think of the world as it is seen from space, so small and insignificant, yet so beautiful. Could there really be anything to be gained from harming others during our stay here? Our resurrection is seeing our planet from this perspective and knowing that we are all global citizens with a responsibility not just for those close to us, but for those all around the world. Because unless we solve problems from a global level, they will still come back to bite us, like the pandemic and climate change. That's why Jesus was referring, that's what he was referring to when he spoke to Peter after the resurrection. Feed my sheep. Look after everyone. For I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. When the world was young, when humanity was young, everyone looked to their own needs and got what they wanted. But the change that comes is when we decide to look after others on a personal level, on a community level, and on a world level. We can all see that this nationalistic fighting amongst ourselves, it just doesn't work. It's up to us to identify with the risen Christ and see ourselves as global citizens. Only then can we give hope to the people of Ukraine, of Yemen, of Eritrea, of Mexico, and of Russia. The hope that we will look after their interests 
as well as ours, that we see in them that, that they are our brothers and sisters in the human family. Only then will we be able to experience our planet as the loving home that it is. When we come here at Easter to celebrate the resurrection, we are celebrating the fact that after death, there can be a rising up. Not always. Sometimes death is just death. But when the death has been forged through love, when the death is conscious and has been undertaken in a spirit of love, which is giving with no expectation of a return, then new life can rise up, as it did with Jesus at the resurrection. As it did with Etty Hillison, who some of us have been listening to over Holy Week. She died in Auschwitz, having written her thoughts, who she had no expectation that anyone would read. And here we are, learning from her 80 years later. She rose up after her death. And we can think of many other examples of people who lived on after their death from what they'd done. The death we're facing here is the death of a way of life that has put tribe above everything else. Tribe of family, tribe of politics, tribe of community, tribe of religion, tribe of nations. It's just not working and hasn't worked for some time. We're faced not with national catastrophes, but global catastrophes, pandemics, climate change, selfish totalitarianism. These are problems that can only be solved from a global perspective. And the sooner we realize that and take up the concept of global citizenship, the better. We already have the emergence of global consciousness through television and through the internet. Corporations are now global. And it's only a matter of time before politicians begin to think in this way. And they will only do so if we, the global citizens, on the ground, demand it. That is the resurrection from the experience of pain and crucifixion that the world is going through at the moment. That is happening in Ukraine and all the other suffering people around the world. Feed my sheep was Jesus' command to Peter. And that's his command to us now. Let us rise up this Easter with this in mind. Thanks for listening. If you feel moved to make a donation to the chapel, please go to aspenchapel.org. Thank you. And if you'd like to receive these podcasts regularly, subscribe to the Aspen Chapel through Apple, Google Play, YouTube, or any other outlet.